deliverance. It is so important in the spiritual battle. Most of my journey, it's going to be what I'm like eight and a half years in the first six years. I didn't really understand the power of Jesus in my life. Yes, yes, yes. Jesus has changed my life. My confession with him was a spiritual, supernatural experience. I have rested in the spirit. I have a physical sensation when I pray. I know God's voice in my life, but I did not know that there was so much that was in me from all of my years of living the worldly life that I needed deliverance. It was a game changer. I was freed from bondage. That's basically what deliverance is. And when I think about all of the ways that I opened up these windows, these doors, and sometimes these massive aspects of my soul to Satan and his minions, I didn't realize that they were all camping out in me, waiting every moment to push those buttons. When that fear came, when that anxiety came, when I couldn't forgive someone, when I was struggling with addiction and gluttony and this people-pleasing life where I was never good enough, never smart enough, I couldn't stop comparing myself with other people and constantly never measuring up. That is not God. And so what do you do? Well, you've got to get that spiritual gunk out of you. Get those evil spirits out. And that's why deliverance is so important. Because in the name of Jesus, they, those spirits, gotta go. There is one key point. You must believe it. You must believe it. You can't just say, in the name of Jesus Christ, I bind the spirit of fear. And I command you to go to the foot of the Holy Cross for Jesus to pour his precious blood on you and to receive your sentence. And then not really believe that it can happen, that the, the power that Jesus has on the cross over the earth and the universe and everything within it, he won. His precious blood, that death on the cross, sunk Satan and all of his minions said, oh my gosh, here we go. Now let's do whatever we can to keep people away from delivering us out of their souls and from fighting us when we come back to haunt them. This is why it's a spiritual battle. And it's a daily spiritual battle. If you don't have deliverance in your life, meaning you're casting out whatever it is that's that you're struggling with. Right now, the world is insane. And perhaps 
you are a little bit unsettled. Maybe you're not fully anxious. Maybe you're not fully fearful. But maybe you have those waves of fear and anxiousness and worry. Well, when those waves and those feelings come, whip out the sword of Jesus and slay them fast and furious. What happens with a lot of us is we forget deliverance prayers. We go on and on about our day. Maybe we're talking to God, but we forget that when we feel those feelings, and I'll address anyone out there that says love isn't a feeling, God isn't a feeling, spirits aren't feelings. Yes, they are. They're not always that way because when God, you know, kind of removes himself from us during our growth, where we don't necessarily feel those consolations, that doesn't mean that we shouldn't still pray and still go to God, still sacrifice, still deliver. We just don't feel the consolations. That's why people say the spiritual life isn't about feelings. Because the minute the feeling's gone, what do you do? You keep going. You keep praying. In the good and the bad, whether you feel the consolation or not, you know that God is there. It's a test. It's growth. But while you're living your life and you feel that fear, that's real, people. And it could be ourselves. It's three things. That's it. It's you the devil and his minions, or it's God. And yes, sometimes we are our own worst enemies. And I don't want you to believe that everything is an attack from the devil. I know too many people like this. They're no fun. And they don't, they don't honestly have that true discernment of the spirit. Which three is really working here? That's, <laughs> that's the journey. The more you notice God's spirit and evil's spirit and how they make you feel and what they make you do, what they make you think, you'll start realizing when it's you, when it's evil, and when it's God. Because a lot of times it's me. I'll just want what I want, and I'm not going to blame it on the devil made me do it. Because ultimately, the devil just tempts us. We have the ultimate decision. Will we do it? Will we not do it? So, when those feelings of temptation or lust or gluttony or Vanity. Vanity can be you care too much about what other people think of you, not just I just want to be beautiful to the world and be what this world tells me to be. When these things come your way, or you're resentful, you're angry, you can't forgive someone, cast out the spirits. It's a process. We've opened up doors in our lives through our mortal sins, even though we've taken them to confession. We have 
done things. And let me share with you. You all know I just did this huge garage sale. And I went into my crawl space in my basement and I pulled out just milk cartons worth of stuff from college and high school. And I found a spiral notebook and I read it. Guess what? There were poems in there about people. And there was one poem that blew me away because I didn't even remember this at all. I wrote a poem to a fortune teller. I even know her name because I wrote who it was, who the poem was it for. Donna Bono. I don't even know who this woman is, but apparently I let her read my fortune. And I didn't even remember. So when I went through my unbound delivery, deliverance process, I didn't realize that I opened myself to the occult practices in that fortune-telling thing that I completely forgot about. I thanked the Holy Spirit up and down, and you know what I did? I immediately, immediately renounced any, any spirits that came to me during that time or that Donna, Donna Bono took from me or that I gave her immediately. Why? Because I learned that I need to get that spirit out of me. I, I let that evil into me. I like to say deliverance as you grow in the practice and you start listening to the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit will remind you of things that you have done and doors and windows that you have opened. It's just such a beautiful practice to fight the fight every day. And unfortunately, too many people don't deliver all day long. And I gave my mom my deliverance prayer book and I explained to her what happened to me when I went through my first deliverance. And then a year later, I went through it again because I realized all the soul ties, the people that I was intimate with in my life outside of marriage, I needed to list and name individually. And that was a long list, let me tell you. And sometimes I didn't even know the person's name. But I went through the soul tie for each and every one a year after my first deliverance experience. And that was important because the first time I did it, I did it generically. And I think we need to realize that spirits are legalistic. They won't leave if you don't deliver them in the right way. They'll hang around forever and laugh. And they won't leave if you don't buy it. And if you don't believe that Jesus has the power over them. Maybe this time of the year for you is a serious moment to start getting into deliverance prayers and actions in your life so that you can cast away these, these spirits and these feelings that come with it because Satan and the minions they cannot read your thoughts. So by the way, all of your deliverance prayers must be prayed out loud. And then don't forget to fill yourself with the Spirit of God when you're emptying yourself. Because you want that feeling of peace. You want that feeling of control, right? Of temperance. If it's a 
temptation, of purity, if it's something like lust, of love and forgiveness, if you're resentful and angry, always the opposite of what you're feeling. And pay attention because you will notice your body will change, your demeanor will change, your spirit will be lifted. And the more you practice this, the more tired those spirits are going to be because they're going to say, oh, this one knows what they're doing. I don't have much of a chance with this one anymore because she keeps casting me out. (laughs) But when you forget and you allow that fear, that anxiety, that worry, that impatience, that frustration bubble up in you and you take it on your own shoulders or you forget all about the fact that Jesus is there to cast that out, they're going to keep bugging you more and more and more. This is what the walk's all about. Learning how to be holier with the tools available to us. And I hate to look at Jesus as a tool. It's a weapon. He is God. He wins. It's important that we use him as a gift, (laughs) as this beautiful sword that we can pull out at any time and slay those demons in our lives. So let's focus on deliverance today, specifically, because it's a daily battle. Some days you'll remember, other days you won't. But the true battle can be won every day. If we we remember what those weapons are, who that weapon is, Jesus Christ. All right, everyone, I love you all. Have a blessed and weapon-filled day. Don't let Satan or your own self drag you down. Be filled with love, filled with patience, kindness, generosity, joy, and peace. Have a blessed and inspired day. Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power, and hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today.